Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. Have you ever suffered from breakthrough backlash? I'm borrowing that term from Mark and Jenny over at Boldly Original. And breakthrough backlash, it usually happens about a week after you've had a massive moment of clarity in your business when everything seems to finally come together. Yet when it's time to finally follow through on that pivotal moment, you get cold feet, you feel confused, and start second-guessing everything. That's exactly what happened for Melissa Costello after she realized it was time to take her coaching business in an entirely new direction. We actually shared Melissa's breakthrough moment inside of this show, but since then, things haven't been all rainbows and dollar bills for her. She's felt incredibly stuck, unfocused, and fearful about what to do to generate revenue right now while still building out this new brand. So today, Melissa realizes that she's actually a heck of a lot more clear than she thought she was, and confusion was just showing up as a cunning form of resistance. The two of us sit down and break through that resistance today to help Melissa put on blinders and focus on repeatable habits to fully commit to her new business in order to bring it to life. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and this is the show to listen to if you're a coach and you want the freedom, the confidence, and the impact that comes with a six-figure business. Each week, we'll discuss tangible strategies, simple systems, plus the juicy inner work to help you make more money and help more people. So thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Hi, Melissa. I guess I should say welcome back to the show, right? Yeah, part two. <laughs> uh, let me fill all of our listeners in. So Melissa is a part of the Six Figure Coach Club. And a few months ago now, what five? Is that about right? Yeah, somewhere around there, four or five you, months ago. Right. If you had said two weeks or two years, I would have just agreed with you because time <laughs> is so weird in quarantine, right? Uh, a few months ago... You, we had this really great breakthrough session in one of our hot seat calls, and I asked you if I could share it on the podcast. Yes. So we will link to that for our listeners in the show notes. And now we're basically going to pick the conversation up where that session left off. So before we dive into that, I'd really just love to know, how's it going for you inside the club? Yes. So I love the club mostly because of the community. I feel really held and supported by the community. And of course, all the live calls are incredible. All your trainings are incredible. And to be honest, I, I really lean on the community most. That's really what I get out of it. Totally. Like it's such a safe space. There's so many dynamic people in there to support one another. And we've all just built, I've built some really beautiful friendships out of it, which is so cool to like, just, you know, get to know people all over the world and yeah. 
you know, and be able to, we set up zoom calls and we, you know, do different things. So for me, that's the most, most empowering piece of it. And then all the trainings are like the the icing on the cake. (laughs) I'm with you. I feel like I feel very fortunate because it is a special community and it's hard to explain it to someone who isn't in it. Right. Right. Because we all sort of feel like our communities are special, but the way that you all show up for each other is really, really heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. I was just telling two of my friends about it and I was like, it is hard to explain it, but I just kept telling my friends, the community and the people, it's really wonderful. So. Right. Cause it's a Facebook group. How can that be? Like, how can that be helpful at all in anyone's life? <laughs> right. And all the zoom calls that we do, you know, all the trainings you provide, the Q and A's, the, the hot seat calls, those are really powerful. Cause I feel like that's where we really get to connect and build those relationships mm. and, and the Facebook group. We, that's where we kind of have our banter and, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so let let me just start with this question. Yes. What do you want to walk away with from our time together today? Ooh, so I would love clarity, more clarity. So about four or five months ago, whenever that was, uh, I had started to move in a new direction with my niche and kind of leaving behind my coaching around yo-yo dieting, working with women around food. I just, it just started to feel really heavy for me. Um, And so, you know, I've been moving in this new direction, but it still feels really muddy. So today I'd love to walk away with just more clarity around who I'm serving. And I have a lot of different words and, and interviews I've done. I'm just not able to hone in on you know, who I'm serving, what I'm offering and what the the core solution is. I feel like in my weight loss business or my food coaching, it was all about weight loss or all about food freedom. And here it just feels very unknown. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Can you, I think it'd be helpful for our listeners. Can you talk a little bit about the pain you're experiencing because of this lack of clarity? Oh my gosh. Well, it kicks up all of my um, just insecurities around my finances, um, my lack, like all just a lot of stuff's getting kicked up and kind of, I feel like this identity crisis, like things, because I've been a food coach for so long, I've been in the nutrition world for so long. And I feel like that identity is just being jumbled and, and falling away. And I don't know who I am without all that. So, so I've been just in this kind of muddy, mucky, messy, weird space. And it's it's scary for me. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I totally hear you on that. And then it makes, I don't know if you relate to this, but it makes every decision feel bigger and more permanent than it actually is. Right. So therefore, there's more pressure to get it right, which mm-hmm. compounds the awareness that you're not totally clear, which makes it harder to get clear. And it's just a big clusterfuck, really. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. And I'm unable, I'm unable to allow myself to be creative. I okay. feel like I always have to be doing something and I don't even know what that something is. And yesterday in our call with Dr. Natasha, she talked a lot about creating space for creativity and nothingness. And as much as I love that, I'm not allowing myself to do that because I'm so fearful of, I got to make money. I got to be doing something. I have to be creating something, but I'm not allowing myself the space to actually do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Great. So here's what's coming up for me in terms of how we approach this. I think it would be a lot of 
coaches, when we niche, we think about the dream client, right? Right. Let's put that to the side for the moment and talk about the dream outcome. Yes. Yes. So if you only got to help people feel one certain way or achieve one certain goal or have one certain kind of transformation, feel into that and talk about what comes forward. Yes. So it's, it's really about helping women come back home to themselves. Mm -hmm. So whether that's recognizing their own value and worth, I work with a lot of women who suffer from self-worth, lack of self-worth. And so, and that's been a journey for me as well. And I feel like I just want women to recognize their own incredible power and, you know, awesomeness and to really come back home to be able to trust themselves and lean on themselves and know that they have their own backs. And so it really is about coming back home to themselves so that they are, they are just living I guess, kind of their most grounded, authentic life. I know that sounds like very fluffy and wordy, but it's hard to even put words to for me at times because it's so a feeling inside of me that I just desire for women because I know what I've gone through. Yeah. And and it really is this idea of, so I guess how I can explain it is when I, I do work with horses and when I'm with the horses, it's like I am fully in, my body fully present, fully in my heart, just that's the feeling. It's, it's like, there's nothing else in the world that matters. And I know that I'm okay in that moment. Yes. Got it. So you sound very clear, my friend. Like, and that's the end of the show. Thanks everyone for tuning in. I just don't know how to like put that out in the world so that people get it or, or are attracted. Like, I just don't know that how to do that. I know you and you do know how to do this. Okay. Okay. I don't know if this lands, but what's coming up for me intuitively is all of these years developing and honing your messaging and your outcomes and the proof of the emotional eating business. You now have a brand new baby and we're holding it to that standard. Right. And because this brand new baby doesn't feed itself yet, let alone walk and go and make money. (laughs) right? It's, there's something wrong. I must not be clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, this is a brand new baby, but you were so, so crystal clear with what you just said to me, what I wrote down. And I don't know if this will resonate, but I help women trust themselves more so they can love themselves more. Oh, I love that. And that just, I felt, I softened when you said that. Yeah. And I think as women, right, at least in our culture where we are lucky enough to have like the, have our all, everything we need in place so that we can now start looking at like self-love, right? I think your audience knows exactly what that means. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's really beautiful. It's beautiful and powerful. And I just, I felt myself soften and my body just kind of, I got chills and yeah, it just, and it feels so me like it's, it's so, I just, I get so caught up in my head. That's the problem. And I think, you know, and I have to have some, like you said, I'm comparing the new baby to this business I've built over the last 14 years, right? I put so much heart and soul into. 
Yeah. And I think also there's a belief, I've seen you post in our Facebook group about this, that the food business has to, it's either open or closed. <laughs> right. Right. Like, oh, I got to go back to the food business so that I can make some money or it's dead to me. Right. Hi, you. someone who needs to trust themselves more so they can love themselves more, that could manifest yeah. in, in, in unhealthy eating and hatred totally. of the body. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I want to, you don't have to let the food stuff go, right? But you cannot fall back on the food stuff messaging because that, my friend, is not you. You're so much bigger than that. Right, right. Like the weight loss. Sense? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Talk more about that. I was just going to say that the messaging is all about, has been all about dieting and weight loss. And it's really what it's about is us coming back home to ourselves so that we, so we don't have to use food as that, that source of whatever we need from it, like love or comfort or soothing. And a lot of women go to food because it's so accessible and it's so easy. Mm -hmm. And it's also a way we punish ourselves. I mean, I did it for years. I punished myself with food and it really is such a privilege as we're talking about this, right? Like you said, you know, we have everything we need and it's such a privilege for us to be able to work on our self-love. And I, I just feel like there's so much empowerment in women, other women supporting other women. And, you know, and I really want women to step into that for themselves so we can all just lift each other up. It's so powerful. Yep. And clear. Yes. Yes. So what, so, all right. You spoke to me. It was crystal clear what you want to do. I see yes. the difference in your posture when yes. you talk about that right? So what do we need to address now in order for you to, oh, I don't know, trust yourself more so you can love yourself more <laughs> when it comes to this new business, like put this into action instead of falling back into the safe space of being confused. So you can't go all in. Oh, so what do I need? Say that again. What do I need to trust myself more so I can love myself more? Yeah. Oh uh, gosh, what do I need to trust myself more? I think that for me, you know, my morning practice is really, really powerful. And something that I came to today is, is getting connected to uh, the idea of lack inside of me. I talked about it with Dr. Natasha yesterday. And so I realized that I've been letting lack, even though like I work with it in my mind, I've been letting it take over, but I kind of do that false positivity, the bypass thing of like, oh, I'll just reframe it and say a positive thing instead of actually acknowledging it's there yeah. and embracing it in a way. And so for me to be able to trust myself, I need to connect with that part of myself daily and really, and, and today I had such an incredible process around it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what came forward was like, Lack and I were like riding horses together, being the warrior guides instead of Lack needing to protect me. I know this is like a little woo out there. I'm with you. But yeah. it's always protected me and kept me safe because my family agreement was all about stay in Lack. Like you can't be successful because none of us were successful. Mm -hmm. that, is that making sense? Yep. I know it's a little out there, but I just think for the safety piece for me, it's number one, kind of connecting with that part of myself every day, taking also taking like time out of my home, out in nature, which is something that I've been doing regularly and connecting just more with the universe and with God and with spirit and knowing like 
I am taken care of. That's, mm-hmm. that's so powerful for me. Yeah. What I heard you say, just to loop all of our listeners in, was in order for you to really trust this so that you can lean into it, right, mm-hmm. is actually spending time with this part of you that has such a relationship with lack and relating to lack as a motivator rather than a problem. Right. Right. That's really. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of gave it a new, a new job and, and let it know, like, because, because what lack said to me was I need to be acknowledged, not just given the, the false positivity of, of I'm not in lack, I'm trusting, right. (laughs) But it's more about embracing and acknowledging. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. So I hear you saying that you already have a morning practice in place. And so now you're just layering this piece in. What about on the business, the strategy, the action side? Yes. Okay. That's probably where a little bit where I get caught up and I could need some help. Today's episode is brought to you by Flawless Free Sessions, which is the proven, authentic process to help you get clients without selling. So if you feel allergic to enrollment calls or you turn into an awkward robot anytime you have to actually sell, you need this guide because it's going to teach you how to kick your sessions off from the beginning with honesty and integrity so clients don't feel guarded and you don't feel sleazy. You'll also learn the single most important sentence to say in every discovery session. This is a total game changer. You're going to learn the big mistake even veteran coaches make that ultimately turns people off. And of course, you'll learn how to let go of the pressure to sell and still be able to fill your coaching calendar. We're talking about selling inside this very episode and Flawless Free Sessions will help you take what you learned today even further. You can download this guide absolutely free at FlawlessFreeSessions.com. With it, you won't have to worry about being salesy ever again. And now back to the episode. So on the business side... Gosh, this is where I get a little bit muddled because I've always in the past known what I was doing in my in my you know other business. I I just I had all the systems in place thanks thanks to you and the Six Figure Coach Club and and so on the business side, I, I'm guessing that so I started a podcast and that's been incredible in terms of me collecting information and really seeing what people are needing because I'm coaching people on the podcast. Yeah. And it's been like, I've done eight sessions so far. It's been phenomenal. And so that's an action that I think will help me continue to trust the process because I'm actually connecting with my ideal, like with my audience, yeah, understanding what they need. Mm-hmm. So that's part of it. Um, so, so regular podcast sessions to help me connect with my people. Uh, gosh, I, I feel really stuck. <laughs> otherwise. And I'd love your support. (laughs) Great. Great. So if this was your food business, yes. Right. What would you do to generate revenue, like to generate leads, generate revenue, all of those goals? Yeah. Okay. So I would be doing posts in my Facebook group, Mm -hmm. you know, like you teach us about the five person post Mm -hmm. and, you know, asking for people who are ready to you know, step into a different phase of their lives or, you know, making some change. And I'm not, 
right now in this moment, I'm not clear about the wording, but what I found is when I share vulnerably and authentically, so posting more vulnerably and authentically actually helps me connect with people better. Yes. How often are you inviting women to a call with you? Explicitly inviting. I'm not right now. So that's, that's that's something I need to do. Yeah. Cause you're inviting them to the podcast. I know. I know. Well, I did get two calls from the podcast session. Of course. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your, your evil plan is working perfectly. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we, because it's interesting because you know what to do. You also have all of the tools inside the club. And yes. yet, because this is new and therefore unfamiliar, it can feel so foggy and disorienting. Oh my God, it's rocking my world. <laughs> yeah, it's so... Interesting. And I, I relate to that. I, re- I absolutely relate to that. So why don't we just strip things down and simplify? I'm, the number four is coming up because most months have four weeks. Like what right. is your four-week routine that you can repeat every month okay. in order to reach that first milestone I think is so crucial with any new coaching business, even though you know how to coach and you've been doing this for a long time, but that's getting enough private clients yeah. Right. To then inform what are your other courses and larger groups going to be. Exactly. Right. Okay. So does that all feel aligned for you? Yes. Great. Yeah. So if you had four repeatable habits. Yes. So right. one would be invite, <clears throat> excuse me, invite to the list or invite to a call. Invite ha- from where? Let's from, really break it down. Oh, my email list, I think. Great. Great. Yeah. So one time a month. You're going to email your list with a vulnerable or transparent story. Yes. A very clear dream client power statement, right? So here's my story, right? If you relate to this at all, I want you to know that I help women trust themselves more so they can love themselves more. And I'd love to help you if that resonates. Click here to book a call. Great. Okay. So that's the first week of every month. That's what we're doing. Okay. okay. What's the second habit? Um, I think um, I love the collaborative. I, I've been doing a lot of collaborative conversations and mm-hmm. talking to other business owners and how we can kind of share. I don't have a new lead magnet yet, mm-hmm. um, but that doesn't mean that we can't somehow share our audiences. So I'm not sure about what that would look like at this point. Yeah. When is your podcast premiering? Um, February, like after Valentine's day. Okay. So So by the time, so everyone is listening to this episode, Melissa's podcast is out by the time this episode. Okay. Yes. It's out. What's the name of it? Let's plug the podcast. (laughs) Come home. Come home. Great. Melissa Costello. Yeah. So as soon you've got a couple of weeks that podcast is out, cross promotion, have yes. people promote the show. Okay, perfect. We've talked about this a little bit inside the Six Figure Coach Club, but I have, okay, so everyone listening, I'm like letting you in, but we're pulling back the curtain here. But when I look at who joins the Six Figure Coach Club, it's people who have seen me in action in some way. Yeah. Not an Instagram post and not the like behind the scenes of my life on Instagram stories. None of that. They've seen me coach. Yes. So the reason I have this podcast is to 
give people the, I call it experiential marketing, which is not a sexy name, but it's experiential marketing. It totally is. I love it. And that's the format you're following. So the podcast is now a lead magnet. Yes. Are you doing commercials where it's like the sponsor is you? Yes. Seeding. I'll be seeding stuff. Yeah. Okay. Tell me what, I I mean, literal commercial. So on this show. Oh, yeah. Take a commercial break and it cuts to audio where it's me talking about like this show is brought to you by XYZ and it drives people to my webinar, to a lead magnet, a few different things, but you could drive people to apply to be on the show. Yes. Right. Or apply for a call with you. A call. Yeah. Great. And, and I love that because there have been many natural moments in the sessions I've been doing where we've talked about continuing coaching and the person wants to take it further. And I say, great, let's get on a call and I'll set that up after. So that's a really great kind of segue. Right. Yeah. Great. All right. And you know what? On that note, how about we take a break? So everyone can see exactly what I was talking about. We'll take a bit, a break and come back in just a moment. Okay. Okay. So we're back. Melissa, you're very clear on who you serve. Yes. All right. You're super clear on the outcome as well. Now we're just looking at all of the things available to you inside the Six Figure Coach Club to just help you laser in on four habits we can build mm-hmm. in order to reach that first milestone of filling your private client roster in the new business. The first habit that we shared before the break was um, emailing your list with a vulnerable story, inviting people to book a call with you. We're going to do that once a month. Love the it. second habit is now cross-promotion with another coach, right? Or service provider who shares your audience. Yes. And the cross promotion, we're not going to go down the rabbit hole of, oh, now I have to go and spend eight weeks creating a lead magnet that no one's going to look at. Your podcast is your lead magnet. Yes. I love this. Easy. Great. I know people Uh, can't see me right now, but I have a big smile on my face. (laughs) She does. She She looks very light. (laughs) All right. So what about the third habit? So I have a board behind me of my old habits. I think that I need to be a guest on a podcast once a month. 18 times a month. (laughs) 18 times a month. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so so maybe once a week I reach out to five people about being on their podcast. Perfect. And you know what you will find now that you also have a show it's easier. It's, it's a little easier. Yeah. Right. So there's a whole module inside the club about pitching yourself to podcasts. Yes. I've seen that and I've been working yeah. on my pitch. Okay, great. So the goal monthly, so every week you're going to pitch yourself to five people. The goal is to be on at least one show. Yes. Um, great. Great. More if, if that happens, but yeah. yeah. At least one. Yeah. Just as a heads up, because we practice this inside of my business, you're going to find that there's a little bit of lead time in the beginning. It will feel like, God, all I'm doing is reaching out and I've been on one podcast and that episode hasn't even aired yet. And then it's like a waterfall. It it really, it's like 90 days of ramp up and then it feels like you're everywhere all the time. Okay. 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 So that'll take some time. And then the other thing I'm thinking about is, you know, you, you share a lot in the six figure coach club and on some of the podcast episodes, either around 
direct DM, which I'm not really on Instagram. So that's not really, I haven't been building much on Instagram, but I'm wondering about my Facebook group, which actually is pretty engaged. And if I do a five person post inside of there once a month, yeah. that could be a habit as well. Great. So a very explicit. So I'm just going to back it up for our listeners. The question I asked Melissa was, how often are you actually inviting women in explicitly? And her answer was that she's not. So each one of these actions are designed to be explicit. Mm -hmm. So it's none of this. I don't know. Maybe it's just my mood or my old age now. Who knows? But I'm so done with all of this like hidden agenda marketing. Agreed. Don't like don't pretend that you're doing something else. We know like the the jig is up. We know what's happening. So <laughs> we're finding the most success when we are explicit about what we're doing. Yeah, just ask, right? Be yeah, clear like, and just ask. <laughs> I can help you. Here's how. Do you want it? Yes. Um, so we're coming up with four habits where you can expl make explicit asks yes. that lead to cross promotion to build your audience or client calls. Yes. So inside of the Facebook group, that five person post, I think is brilliant. Can I share a way that you could take this even further? Absolutely. We'd love to hear it. So I'm going to guess that there are certain women in your Facebook group who are more engaged than others. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. And I find that those people fall into one of two categories. The first category is they are super fans and they are never, ever, ever, ever going to hire you or buy any of your programs. Agreed. <laughs> and we need those people, right? Yes, but th that's, they are those people. And then there's the other category of people who are, they're in the decision-making process, right? And they need a, a personal touch in order to tip over. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you've got the five person post, but what I would challenge myself to do is every time you're posting in the group, anyone who comments mm. needs an invitation from you. Okay. And so what I, what works best for us is to take that also into the DMS. Okay. So let's say that you go live. I comment and say, oh, you know, I never thought of it that way. This makes so much sense to me. Yeah. You then the next day reply to my comment. Okay. With something like, I have a question for you about this, right? I'm going to DM you now. Okay. You want to let me know to go and look at my DMs. Yes. The DM then remind me, right? Like, hey, you, you commented on that thing I said in my Facebook live. Yeah. And I wanted to invite you to come on my show, right? Or to have a call because I here's how I think I can help you. Would you like an invitation? I love it. So there are the people in your Facebook group who are participating, they're waving their hand at you to get their attention. Very true. Yeah. And so we just have to take that further. I think having an online business, we assume everything is supposed to be automated. <laughs> right. Just <laughs> such garbage. I know, especially now. Especially now. And those of us who take the time to add that personal point of contact in our marketing mm -hmm. are just seeing such better results. Yeah. And, you know, I literally just came off of doing four summits and I got close, I think probably close to over 250 new people on my list. Mm -hmm. So, and those people are now in my Facebook group who are super engaged and they're ripe and they're ready to, to learn and, you know, and so yeah. I need to 
provide that support for them and take advantage, not take advantage. I don't like to say that word, but just, you know, use that kind of engagement as a way to bring more support to them. And the way I like to think about it is reaching out and grabbing someone by the hand. Yes. To give them, this is kind of a weird analogy, but imagine if you move into a new home and your sister comes over for the first time to see it, you walk through every room of the house and you stop and you talk about the color of the paint on the wall, right? (laughs) And you have a story about why you had to get a new bed because the old one broke when the movers brought it in. Like there, there's time really focusing on what it looks like to live with you. Yeah. It's the same thing with all of this organic social media marketing. Take someone by the hand and give them a tour of the house. And, you know, I just think about the tour of the house. What we say is, hey, do you want to see the downstairs bathroom now? We narrate <laughs> exactly what's happening. That's what needs to happen. Oh, my God. Uh, in order to convert these people who are naturally engaged, you have to help them move into the next room. Yes. Okay. I love that. That's so cool. And even just the, I'm such a visual person, but like even visually connecting that, it's really cool. Right. So it sounds to me like this fourth habit of the Facebook group, it would be beneficial if this resonates for you to schedule time five days a week to go into your group. Okay. Right. And just comment on the comments. Okay. Yep. I'm doing that now, but I'm not taking it any further. So I'm just kind of commenting, showing support, asking questions, but then not really taking it any further. They need you. They need your help. Women need to trust themselves more so they can love themselves more. So get going here. Isn't that a song? (laughs) Trust yourself so you can. (laughs) And then get going. (laughs) I feel like that's that's like a song from the 80s or something. (laughs) It very well could be. That's very possible. So we've got these four habits. I want to hear you concretely communicate what the plan actually looks like for you. Okay. So each week of the month, I have four habits that I'm going to engage in. The first is sending out a a email to my list, inviting people into a call that's very explicit, sharing a story with a dream client power statement, really connecting them to the story and how I can help them. So inviting them into a call. The second is uh, cross promotion with other coaches, sharing my podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the third is I'm forgetting me being on me. Yes. So me, yes. So me pitching myself to five different people each week to be mm-hmm. on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And then the last is the post in the Facebook group and and with that spending time replying people's to people's comments and then moving them into dm and yeah. show, taking them room by room <laughs> and showing how i can help them yep that's great okay how do you feel good i love a i love an action plan and i love steps i'm a virgo mm-hmm. and then you know the the other emotional part of me tends to take over but i love whenever i have steps and focus it's so helpful for me yeah yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to remind yourself that you are actually crystal clear about this niche? You're so I'm, damn clear. <laughs> I'm gonna freaking write it down and post it where everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna actually put it out in our six-figure coach club too, because yeah. 
I feel like when it's in a container that it's, and when it's heard and seen, it, it's more real. Yeah. And I would invite you to ask your peers to call you out the next time you post that you're confused. Oh my gosh. <laughs> gosh, this has been such a process. Some of it's embarrassing, but, but whatever. Life, I know. right? Like healing is not linear. Growth is not linear. It is messy as hell. And one thing I will say about you is you participate in your own process. And a lot of us don't. Thank you. That's okay. such a strength. And that is something that your clients will just so connect to and appreciate is that striving. Mm -hmm. Because I, I see that every day from you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Okay. So I think we... we clarified your niche. You have these four easy habits. There's nothing else to do, right? Blinders on. There's nothing else to do. We're focusing on these four habits when they feel, I like to say 85% habitual, right? Nothing is ever perfect, but when you're at 85% and you've got some flow, then we can add in more layers. Yeah. yeah. Great. I, when you said that, put the blinders on, have these four things, my whole body lit up in chills. Yeah. It's, Good. It's just what I need. That's it's so aligned and it's so it's just what I need, you know. It's so yeah. perfect. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you for coming back on the thank show. You. This was an amazing part too. I didn't know <laughs> what to expect. <laughs> Maybe we'll have you back again in six months. Let everyone know. I love it. Cool. Yeah. Great. Thanks. And thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's the best way you can show your support. I'd also love to connect on Instagram. So go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or maybe a photo of yourself listening along to the podcast. Post it to your Instagram stories. Be sure to mention me. I'm at Dallas Travers and I'll send some Instagram love right back at you. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Until then... Keep going on your six-figure journey.